take a girl and a guy and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate, a dream of transforming relationships as we know it. And 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is their podcast, Couples Synergy. Thank you for joining us today on another episode of Couples Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. Hi, I'm Dr. Ray. And I'm Jean. And this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships. Please look us up online at couplesynergy.com or on Facebook and Instagram at couplesynergy. Please subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couple Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experience helping thousands of couples transform their relationships for over 25 years. You know, everyone says you should work on your relationship, but nobody teaches us how. So we've created this podcast to teach people what they can do to create the relationship they've always dreamed of. With the partner they fell in love with. We are sitting here today on a rainy day in Colorado, uh, just at the end of our couple's weekend. Intensive. Intensive, which we're changing that name. Yeah. Changing that name based on feedback from the couples that attended, which was a fantastic, exciting, and transformational event. It is probably the most important thing that you could ever do to shift your relationship. It was so awesome uh. to see all those couples go from being like, you know, nervous mm-hmm. and, you know, not knowing what to expect. And then to transform at the end, they were just so much in love with each other. And that's just that, that, you know, it just hits at what we do and why we do it. It's our greatest passion. Oh gosh. It's such an awesome, awesome thing. And I'm, I'm pretty proud of us for being able to put some, this kind of event on. Oh, it is our greatest labor of love. You know, I was thinking about that. This is episode 260. 260 of this podcast. And it's something that we do every week. Every week, we have to make sure we record an episode, upload it, have a topic, all that. And I don't think you can really appreciate what that feels like. So for five years, because the first year we did two episodes a week. Has it really been five years that we've been doing this? we started recording. Wow. We released the first episode in July 4th of 2019, and it's 2023, so yeah. Well, I mean, if you are joining us today for the first time, welcome. And uh, yeah, I guess this has been five years. It's been a, a huge undertaking as well. But, you know, we, we really want to be able to get our message out there about how we help couples transform and how we help them reconnect in their relationship. And, you know, I mentioned that we're changing the name of the Weekend Intensive. And, you know, the reason why is the word intensive. It really does not describe what this weekend accomplished. And people who use that term, they're inviting couples in crisis to come and, I don't know how that, that's just got to be awful to (laughs) that's not the appropriate way to work on your relationship is to, you know, it's like, I'm going to go work out. I haven't worked out in 20 years, but I'm going to go work out intensely for a weekend. 
it's not, not going to work. Well, yeah, I'm going to work out intensely for a weekend with a trainer yelling over my shoulder. Right, right. <laughs> no, that is not, that's not what this weekend is about. And we are, we are compiling, you know, all the feedback from the couples that attended and we are going to be really reframing the message about this because what transpires and, you know, the fun that couples have on this weekend, it, it is all encapsulating when it comes to this, this transformation that occurs in people. And one of the things that we really observed uh, over the course of this weekend was how much change happens how much change happened within these couple relationships? And, you know, there were a couple of couples there that we've been working with personally. Mm-hmm. And for months. For months. And they are, you know, making some huge strides, but the weekend set it on fire. Yeah. It just amazingly set it on when fire. When you see a couple who's been married <clears throat> for 30, is it 32 or 37 years? I think it was 37 years. 37 yeah. years dancing together and making out. You know something good happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, Just it beautiful. Really was beautiful. Beautiful. And there were other couples on the weekend that we don't know at all, or we know socially, but they didn't know our work, and we don't know anything about their relationship. And that's the cool thing about the weekend is we don't get personal with the couples, the couples get personal with each other, but the feedback is the same. The feedback of, and this is the second time we've heard this one. We didn't even know we needed it. Oh yeah. Yeah. We didn't know. Yeah. The conversations we didn't know we needed to have, and Mm -hmm. we didn't know that we needed this. And, you know, we, we are not a couple in crisis or having any problems. We actually don't allow couples in crisis to that come is, on the weekend. Yeah, that is not the point of the weekend. The point isn't to rehash or hash out problems. It, it isn't. It's more of an enhancement. It's more of a forward momentum and forward growth. So we had one couple was engaged, and then the 37-year-long couple. I, I, the other couple has been married very long as well yeah. and then everything in between and there are people that are in the stage of life of having babies there were some pregnant ladies on the weekend as well as retired couples in their 70s yeah. and it speaks to all relationships it's so beautiful because you don't even realize how much you want to feel a connection to another human being until you actually experience it and that that emptiness inside of you fills up and it just emanates out. And there's lifelong friends that also happened in that. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. Some connections that were made that, you know, I, I think enhanced or that use that word enhance the growth that each couple made happen. And you know, that's kind of what we're talking about today in this episode is the impact of isolation, right? And the negative, I should say the negative impact of isolation. It, let me talk a little bit about this and then we can, you know, kind of dissect it a little bit more. But And we're talking emotional 
isolation, not really physical. Right, emotional isolation. You can be in a room with a lot of people and still feel isolated. For sure. And unfortunately, I I think it's more of a a common thing today Mm -hmm. than it has been where couples are isolated. They are within their relationship. They are not connected to other couples or see other couples' growth. You know, if they do, they're really just kind of socializing. But you know, what happened over this this weekend was, you know, couples able to see other couples grow and change in real time in their relationship, and that enhanced their own growth. Absolutely. You know, you see people walk in a room and you say, how are you? And so, I'm so busy. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed and that is emotional contagion and they're all just like surviving in life i don't know how we got to here yeah where everyone is just you know you think about some of the old songs i mean we didn't live in this type of an environment before but it seemed like people would work hard all day all week and then friday night they'd get together and have some music and dance and de-stress and bond well, that was when community yeah, was barn a major part of, you know, our society. And one of the things, uh, one of the participants on the weekend, you know, during the gala and everything, he was saying to me that you and Gene are creating a community. Yeah. Which is hugely powerful, right? And it is a community that supports the same value and that is the value of a committed partnership. Mm-hmm. And every couple on that weekend were rooting for every couple on the weekend. Yeah. That that says a lot. That speaks a lot. Because, you know, we can talk about that we're rooting for a couple, that we are working, you know, for their benefit. But when a couple sees other couples doing the same thing, that they are striving for something better within their relationship, it is inspirational. It is, it's, it's that contagion that you're talking about, a positive one, though, that helps their own growth happen. Hope. It gives everybody hope, regardless of how much progress they made on the weekend, which they're all obviously feeling f- fabulous and connected to their partner, but when you see someone at the stage, you know, they've been together two years versus 37 years, and you're like, wow, I want to look like that when I get there. Yeah. And yeah. what? And there was a common theme in the exit interview or the exit whatever questionnaire. Yeah. And it was, what would you say to another couple who is thinking about coming on the weekend? Mm-hmm. And everyone answered it identically. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Just and, do it. And don't wait. Yeah. Because there is so much more to, you know, it's a platform of something and then you can build on that. Why are you suffering? Why are you miserable? Yeah. Why are you not living as fully as you can? And why would you do that for another three or four years yeah. before getting this? And, you know, being in isolation... Just being a couple by yourself, struggling through life, dealing with everyday life challenges on your own is excruciating. Yeah. And this is, 
we all have to go through it. We all have to go through those challenges and those obstacles in life. But to do it alone makes it much more difficult, much more arduous. You think about being in your own head and you're not feeling so good about whatever, your stinking thinking's happening, yeah. and you just get stuck in this loop, and you feel like crap, and you can't get out, and you really have to go and find an external influence to nudge you, another person to talk to, or getting busy doing something in order to get out of that. And it's the same thing. We need it. We need community. We need each other. And it isn't just... It's that that's the emanation when you get full in your own heart and feel good. And you know what we really preach, preach, teach, teach. What we really teach is creating a safe place in your relationship to allow yourself to open up and say the difficult things or even anything, anything about yourself, which is how we can connect yeah and most people aren't doing that at all and they're living pretty lonely and not happy you can't be happy and lonely speaking of that our dog has fomo it's well (laughs) he's a he's still a puppy right 18 weeks and uh now in in recording in the saloon or every time you know we're here in the saloon he is uh wanting to be with us here so we're needing to get a stool for him his own bar stool his own bar stool to, to which we have a makeshift one which he likes us. to sit on maybe we should put that as the picture for this talk episode. about isolation right <laughs> yeah yeah i mean he is now on my lap and as i'm <laughs> as we're recording here he's trying to sit and with i think us. it might be his first thunderstorm so maybe he's a little nervous oh yeah that's right and he went to the puppy sitter for the first time so he wasn't with us for two days he's yeah. only 18 weeks old and he came home. He wouldn't even look at me because I was the one who dropped him <laughs> off. <laughs> Another thing is that our daughter-in-law and my cousin were here on the weekend helping us put this weekend on. Angie, as you know, has been a very big part of our lives in Couple Synergy since the beginning. And she is an associate coach with Couple Synergy yeah. as well. She is our most experienced coach under us. She's been studying under us for a very, very long time and has worked with hundreds of couples already. And, um, and you know, Michelle's fairly new to working with us. And you could see it transform her life. Mm-hmm. And she's not really in a relationship. But she got to also see what it's like. I mean, love's contagious. You know, you see someone in love, it just feels great. And you just strive for that. You want it. We're designed for that. We're it's, not designed for It's what for we all want. Right. Absolutely. We want that type mm-hmm. of connection. And when you are on your own and isolated, a lot of times people, they start to just settle. Yeah. They start to just say to themselves, this is how it's supposed to be. And, you know, this is as good as it gets. But when you are around other couples who are striving for something more and you see them create it, then it gives you more than hope. It actually gives you a, a roadmap, you know, and, and kind of a point of comparison for you to say, you know what, we could create this too. You know, we can do it. We can have it as well. 
And, you know, unfortunately, out there in the world, if you are to go and turn to someone, most often it is just going to be a place to just bitch, yeah. you know, and complain about things. And they complain back and you go, yep, life sucks. There's nothing we can do about it. Right. And so, I mean, that's demoralizing. It's yeah. not something that's inspirational. And we have to, unfortunately, we have to search really hard to find inspirational places in our life, places that are going to help us strive for more, help us stretch ourselves and challenge ourselves in, in a positive way, right? And, and the weekend was a perfect representation of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And all the couples, they mentioned that seeing other couples and being around other couples who are excelling in their relationship was hugely helpful for them. You know, we get in our heads and we, we don't want to do it. We, uh, uh, I'm not talking to you. I'm not going to share. I'm going to make you suffer. <laughs> you know, we're sort of miserable like that. And here it was like, oh, I watched them go for it. And yeah. another inspirational thing that happened this weekend is, you know, my cousin brought her son out and he had an opportunity to experience things he would never have gotten to experience just because of the way things are out here. Uh, again, mm-hmm. he was very isolated yeah. in his life. And this was a place where he could grow. He could spread his wings. He could feel a sense of freedom and and be supported in that too. And so he was able to rise above isolation as well. Yeah, he's learning to drive. And... You know, driving when you don't have that repetition, it's a little intimidating because sometimes the car moves in ways that you're not intending it to. And he was driving up roads that are dirt roads that are on the side of a cliff. Yeah. Because yeah. a lot of roads out here are like that. And you could tell he was really nervous, but very supported. And we'd say, you got this, you can do it. I mean, he, he drove fairly slowly, but he did it. Right. And he did it over and over and over again. And you could tell by the end of the weekend, his confidence was up. And he he said, I'm going to go home and I'm going to go drive. I think it's like an hour drive from where he lives to his grandparents' house. I'm going to drive to their house. I'm going to learn to master driving. And before that, his fear was just overwhelming for him. And that's what fear does. And interestingly, after the weekend, you'd think we'd maybe want some downtime, but we invited all the neighbors over to have a little gathering <laughs> and share because it we were on such a, a high from it. And one of our neighbors plays guitar and he played this song called Fear is a Liar. And it is. And that liar that lives in your head that's afraid, that's trying to make decisions that are not good for us, you know, the courage to overcome our our fears and our anger and our frustration and our wounds and our hurt, that is the richness of life. But too often we go isolate and we go, no, I'm right and I don't have to change. And I don't like the way the world is, so I'm not going to join and I'm not going to do anything. And I, I want all those people that are causing me pain to go away. It seems easier. You know, it seems easier to just shut the world out, uh, create this little bubble you know, to stay within and then you're going to be safe. But actually it isn't. No, it just locks that pain in there with you. Yeah, and then it just intensifies because you've got nothing to combat it. Yeah. And 
Fear is designed to grow. It is not designed to get to a, a, uh, a point and, and just stay there, right? It's designed to spread, to grow, to constantly be looking for other things to be afraid about. And when you're stuck, stuck in isolation, you're stuck by yourself, you can't stop it. No. It is going to continue to grow and grow and grow until you put the brakes on it. And sadly, when we're in a place of anxiety and fear and we go seek out a therapist to help us, the therapist actually reinforces your fear. And, oh, well, maybe you should try your fidget spinner or you should do this. You know, here's another example I have this weekend uh, uh, away from us. You know, our son who lives on the other side of the country, he is afraid to fly. (laughs) And he would... Even though he loves planes. He, he does love planes, yeah. but he has such a, he gets so nervous flying. And he had the opportunity in the last few weeks because of his work to go be on some helicopters, mm-hmm. which are much more dangerous than airplanes. And I said, well, how is your anxiety on that? And he said, oh, that's, that's gone. That's over. <laughs> like, like he had to face it. And now he's, it's, he's out of his head because anxiety and fear, they live in our heads. Mm-hmm. They're not real. Yeah. And when you actually go experience something, the feeling of excitement and the feeling of anxiety are kind of the same. They're very similar. Yeah. yeah. They affect our body very similar. Yeah. Yeah. And when someone says, oh, that feeling means you should go sit in a chair and not live life is so incredibly destructive to enforce that in another human being, as opposed to saying, you know what? You've got this. Yeah. You got this. And when you hear you've got this, you start to believe it. And guess what? You do it. You do it. Yeah. And then you have something to actually process about your experience and to open your heart and to say things that maybe you've never said before to another human being to your partner in a safe place around other people who are rooting for you. You're huge. never going to go back to that huge. behavior. Right. It's so huge. You know, and, and, you know, the main reason for it is, you've heard us say this before, our first relationships are parent-child. And as a child, you can't always go to your parents, so you go isolate. You go to your room and you wait to grow up and see what you can do. And then we continue to do that. And that, that bravery of stepping into having a conversation, stepping into risking and taking, uh, doing behaviors that are new and different, That's a big thing we ask everyone. What do you do in New and Different? They're all like, nothing. I drive the same way. I go to the same, sleep on the same side of the bed, get up on the same side of the bed, drive the same way, sit at the same table, sit in the same chairs. Well, we're not designed for that. So no wonder it's depressing. No, we're designed to grow. Yeah. But, you know, growth does not come without pain and without a a sense of fear, too. But this is a fear that we need to overcome. We need to evolve. We need to grow as individuals and then also as a couple. And, you know, I, I can't say enough about the courage mm-hmm. that all of the couples had that came on this weekend, not knowing what to expect. I mean, yeah. that's one of the questions that we ask yeah. is, what did you expect, you know, on this weekend? And all of them consistently across the board it, it turned out to be 
way beyond what their expectations were. Yeah. And they thought it was going to be some type of like therapy counseling thing. And, you know, I, I, I hate really disparaging the field of therapy and counseling, you know, because that's our origin. Yeah. Right. That's what we're trained in and everything. But I'll tell you, I, I have yet to see other therapists and other counselors out there create this much change that we have seen these couples go through this past weekend. It, it is our weekends are not a counseling session. It's not therapy. We are not browbeating. We're not delving into people's, you know, deepest, darkest secrets and, and, you know, fixing problems. And, and that is what a lot of people, unfortunately, you know, have this thought or expectation that it is. And that's not where growth happens. Wallowing in your pain does not create growth. The vulnerability on the weekend is not between us and them. It is between him and her. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, we were just watching this movie called On a Wing and a Prayer, something like that. Yeah. Dennis Quaid. And in the movie, someone passes away and the preacher's talking and he said, life and loss go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. And one makes the other stronger and more enriched. And so does grief and growth. And too often we're told, you know, when we fall down, we're told just stay down. Just stay down. Because if you get up, you're probably going to fall down again. And our weekend is more about motivational inspiration, like yeah. a Tony Robbins or people who are not necessarily trained in the field, but have become inspirational because of their own personal growth and the type of wisdom that they embody, that they're able to share that with other people. And so ours is this blend of the science and all of the experiences we've had working with thousands of couples combined with this inspirational, motivational environment. We're really particular about the environment. So it is absolutely lovely. The entire experience was designed that the food is lovely and the environment's lovely and the, the, the what you're looking at is beautiful. And we pay attention to the details. Yeah, and know. then you can't help but be in this environment where you can thrive. There's no traffic and yeah. busyness and, and or interruption from no, the outside world. No. And, you know, so we pay attention to all those details because we want to make sure that we set up each couple for success. Yeah. And I would say that we definitely did that this oh, weekend oh. for sure. And I can only imagine knowing us, that these weekends will continue to even grow from this, which is right. by far, when we when we did the first weekend, we were like, you know, when you never have done something before and you're creating it, you're like, what is the impact of this? Is this doing what we want it to do? And it was so widely successful for the couples on the weekend. Mm-hmm. We were so excited that we finally put together a 20-year vision because, I mean, we're over 25 years doing this work. Yeah. But this, it, it wasn't even a concept yet. Like we're used to the, the couple to couple, you know, the, the us working with a couple for many, 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 many years. But to gather and to do 
three and a half days. As a group. As a group. Intensely like that. You know, and when I say intensely, it's like focused. You know, the the world is, is shut out. Yeah. And so your relationship becomes the focus. And, you know, to do that and have couples come away from that experience and be enlightened and inspired. And, you know, I just... <laughs> I remember walking past one of the couple's tables, you know, at the end, and uh, they were they had just been given their phones back, and one of one of the couple was like, <laughs> she just took her phone and she's like, she put it face down. So I I just don't want to look at it. Yeah. I heard her say that. Just I I just don't want to look at it because because it doesn't matter. And you no, that's what you also learn you learn what's really important. Two people forgot to take their phones home. You, you were one of them. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I forgot it, but you know, you know that. You know, when we talk about isolation, we're talking about the negative impacts of it. Those couples who are out there, you may be one of them, listening to this podcast, just you know, searching for for answers and on how to change things because life it has just become too monotonous and too painful. You know, and, and who wants to live out a groundhog day every single day in in misery? And unfortunately, there are a lot of couples out there that are experiencing that. And we try to, when we're in that pain, we try to mitigate it by distracting ourselves in certain ways. You know, turning to outside things and outside sources and outside people to make us feel better. But it's a drop in the bucket because it's not changing anything. One of the things that you said it's yesterday morning at the end of the weekend is you're going to get your phones back and you're going to go back to the world and the world doesn't care or support your relationship. Right. It wants to pull you apart. The world would rather have your attention than you give your partner that attention. Mm-hmm. And it is a discipline and it is a choice and that is when you choose that over and over again for an entire weekend, you will miss that when you go home and find that that separation starting to happen again. And you'll long for it. You know, you know, we need to turn the TV off. We need to go sit together and watch the stars because and, that makes us feel better. And we need to surround ourselves with people who are doing the same thing and, and find the same things important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of just going out with those friends who sit there and bicker and, you know, complain about the world and, you know, drink and and just try to lose themselves, let's surround ourselves with people who are wanting something more and striving for something more. One of the fears one of the couples had, which was really interesting, is they were afraid to come on the weekend because they were afraid it wasn't going to do what they desperately wanted it to do. Oh, yeah, that's right. And they really had to risk because they really felt like it was last-ditch effort. That couple's been together a very, very long time as yeah, well. Yeah. Maybe even longer, maybe closer to 40 years than the other one. And they both privately told each one of us that fear, yeah. that they were afraid that this was one shot, and, and that it, it was going to make things worse. and Or yeah. do nothing, or do which nothing. would have been devastating to them because they so needed a shift. Oh, you should have saw them. Oh, my gosh. And what you will. A shift. You will. We're going to do a recap, and everyone has 
agreed to give us permission to to share that. But it's so true that the world does not want you to give your attention to your person. No, no. And that's what community used to do. It would say, what are you doing? Go home and be with your family. What's your problem? Yeah. And I was like, no, come over here and go get on the YouTube or what are TikTok, social media, you know, come doesn't over here matter. and give us your attention. Yeah. I mean, whatever it is, doesn't matter. And, and then everyone else wants to be distracted. So they say, yes, come be distracted with us. Yeah. And you go, oh, okay. Those are my people. But those are not your people. No, they don't care. And to be in a place where not only your partner's caring about you, you're caring about yourself, but everyone in the room is striving for you also. Spontaneously, like that wasn't intentional, but that was part of what happened spontaneously. And one couple even said, can we come back to the next one? (laughs) Right. right. (laughs) And it's true. Even if we didn't change a whole bunch, you'd still benefit from hearing it again and experiencing and being it. in the same environment yep because you'll be different you'll be different yeah and you know we're gearing up for our next one which is october 12th through the 15th october 12th through the 15th in the same location in the beautiful lodge at needle rock yes and it's not too soon to start signing up for that and if you're in a relationship and your partner has questions or isn't sure if they want to do that. Book a book a call with us. We do free consultations yeah. with every single person that comes on the weekend because we want to make sure it's a good fit, not just for them, but for us as well. Because mm-hmm. we don't want the wrong kind of energy in that environment. Well, I mean, that's why we do free evaluations mm-hmm. is so that we can free consults so that we can sit across from you and talk to you and, you know, see what program actually would be a better fit for you in this moment in time in your relationship. Yeah, it's limited to 12 couples, so there's not a lot of room no. to no. bring a lot of people on the weekend, and that is very intentional. Yeah. We don't think we could create this in a room of 1,000 people or 100 people. Or just, no, no, no. You just couldn't. That, that, that level of, of connection, you just can't. It's too big. It's too big. Yeah. But um, if you are in a place where you're isolated, do everything you can to figure out where your community is. And who can be the people in your life that you support? Stop looking at who can support you Mm -hmm. because it's all about who can you support. And, you know, if your community or the people you surround yourself with are in the same boat and feeling stuck and they complain about life, find another community. Mm -hmm. Find people who you can, you know, strive together with. And if you find yourself going out socially and complaining about your life, that's really a bad habit. It's, when we don't feel good, that's what we want. We want to be soothed, but it's not soothing. It's, and to, it's toxic. What we focus on grows. What we focus on grows. Right. And so instead of going out and telling everyone your woes, walk into a place and say, how can I help? You know, do you need some help cooking dinner? Or what can I do to, can I, you know, what can I do for you? you will feel so much better from those interactions than trying to go out and get something. And and what can I get? It's all about what can I give. And you have 100% control. Giver's gain. Over what you can give. You have no control over what you can get. 
So if you're out there, you're listening to this podcast, don't isolate yourself. No. Reach out. There are people out there, I guarantee you, there are people out there who want what's best for you as well. And if you're single or not in a relationship or your partner's not interested in doing this kind of stuff, we do have a weekend for individual people that is in September. Do you know the dates of that? I think it's Columbus Day weekend. I'm getting it right. In September. And that one is designed for personal and spiritual growth. And that one will be limited to how many people we have on as well. Um, And if you have any questions or want to talk that through again, you can book a consultation for that. And that will be available to start registering for very shortly. So look for that. And if you want more information, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and our YouTube channel where we will uh, be posting some of the stuff. Oh, we do have a Facebook group, which we never really talk about. Couple Synergy Community. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll try to do a better job of posting on there with these updates of this information because So that that spiritual development, personal uh-huh. development weekend is September fourteenth through the seventeenth. And we will be starting a monthly group to gear up for that. The monthly group will be a teaching with uh practices you can do during the month to continue to grow and of course then come on the weekend so this would be an ideal weekend you know if your partner doesn't want Mm -hmm. to or you don't have a partner or you don't have a partner right so you can still do your own work everyone has to do their own work and so this is would be a great way to do that too because everything living including your relationship Growing. Growing and living or it's dying. It's dying. Right. So we want to thank you for joining us today on Couple Synergy. Our passion, our true passion is in helping people and helping couples and people have happy and healthy relationships. This podcast gives us a, a fun platform, a way of bringing our knowledge and expertise to you, our listeners. For all of you listening, please let us know how you enjoyed our show. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, please email us at contact at couplesynergy.com for more information about Couple Synergy and our programs, such as Relationship 101, the home study course, the Couples Weekend Enhancement. Mm. Or Reconnection. Or Reconnection. We still haven't decided yet. And our premier coaching program, working with Gene and I, called Couple to Couple. Look us up online at couplesynergy.com. And if you know someone who could benefit from this episode, please download it and share it. And thank you for listening. Until next time, synergize your life and synergize your love. You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Gene Ketkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded, edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez. Mm-hmm.